The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. Dom, welcome back. Yes, Charles, um, I'm very glad to be back. Uh, Commiserations to all who missed one of Australia's finest satirists, uh, Mark Humphreys. We couldn't afford him, I don't think, for the rest of the <laughs> rest of the run. Um, but yeah, look, I'm as disappointed as, as, as oh, you. Oh no, are. Mark's Mark's cheap. He got punted by seven thirty, so I know, his I bargain know. basement. I don't. It's not something I want you to think about any further. And did you see how good the ratings were for his episodes? I saw that they were pretty good, but I, my assumption was that it was people tuning in for me and then thinking, oh, look, we may as well may as well stick with it for now. Um, and I'm going to continue with, in that belief until proven otherwise. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Charles, it's, it's really fucking hot. It's absolutely, insanely hot, almost as though the world is burning to a crisp as we speak. Yes, that, that's right. Uh, Pretty much the whole of Australia is covered in a heat wave. Although by the time this particular episode comes out, Dom, uh, the heat wave will have broken across most of Australia. So we can just go back to not worrying about it because uh, oh, yeah. it will have gone. Yeah. You know so what? Don't by, worry the time, by the time this ad finishes, everything mm. will be fine. Here it is. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And uh, I think that ad was probably for uh, some sort of fossil fuel gas. Was, yes, I, I don't hope know so. About you. Yeah, there, there was um, Saudis. Yeah, lots of complaints about how hypocritical our ads are. But I'm not sure we can control that. I don't think that's like that's not something that we do. Like that's not something we endorse. It's just like um, also, did you get into the chaser thinking we weren't going to be hypocritical? Like <laughs> we, well, we are it's sort part of, of any problem I, you care to you care to name. There is a block list. Like we we don't accept gambling advertising at all. We should probably Which go is through really and get silly. Rid of We've got to change humanity. that rule. You know that if we did, we would not only be rich, Dom, but also our entire podcast would be gambling ads. Yeah, why did you, we say you know no that? To that? That's a, that was so dumb. Because of us. I know, I know. It's this. Uh, it's something my wife was trying to explain it to me. This. It's called integrity or something. Mm. I don't know. I never really heard about it, but um, it's when you do something. Because you believe in it or something. Yeah, uh, that seems insane to me. Um, If Mm. we could be funding... I mean, particularly if we spend every podcast talking about how awful gambling is. Mm. But, I mean, in so many ways, listening to this podcast is a massive gamble at the best of times. (laughs) Uh, Listen with your head, not not over it. That's what I say. But there's been so much in the news, Dom. There has. Can you tell me um, some stuff about it? I could. (laughs) I could. That's something that I could do. The mm. problem is it would probably involve having to talk about the thing we don't want to talk about. It would involve having to discuss, you know, the thing that's happening in a couple of weeks' time. What are you, the event, what are you talking about? The, uh, the, what? the voice. Oh. We, don't, we, don't, oh. we don't want to talk about the voice. Okay. Okay. Why not? Why, why are we whispering? Didn't the, didn't the polls say that it was behind in every single state? But isn't that a, more of a reason to talk about it so that we can rally people to clutch victory from the jaws of defeat? No. 
It's over. <laughs> it's finished, isn't no, it? No, you can't. You can't say that, but Charles. We don't want to be the you're, last you're people. A, you're you're a racist for saying that. Why don't, don't we don't want to be the last people advocating it if everyone's quietly backing away from it? <laughs> no, no, but people aren't. It's just a surprising number of people in Australia like to vote the same way that. Racists vote. Someone the other day tweeted me a link from Kevin Bloody Wilson explaining why he's voting. Mm. Ah, yes. And uh, someone else said, you know, Charles, but you've got to understand, this is what I saw in my Twitter replies. They figured out how to make it racist in their own heads to vote for the voice. Because someone just Mm. wrote, I'm not enshrining a race-based institution in the Constitution because that will be racist. But isn't the whole, by by not recognising... The unique history of Indigenous people being here for 60,000 years and then us coming like 200 years ago. Isn't that just somewhat racist itself? Like, isn't the document itself a colonial racist document without any recognition? Only if you think Terra Nullius was wrong. I mean, only if you think that turning up and imposing a constitution where an existing governance structure, indeed millennia old groups... The oldest existing continuous culture, as they they keep on pointing out to us to make us feel bad. But if you just ignored that and imposed your constitution uh, without even mentioning it... Then yeah. you see, it wouldn't be racist in the constitution. That you've got to read it on its face. It doesn't mention Aboriginal people at all. Therefore, and they therefore don't exist. It's not racist. Therefore, there's no mention of therefore, race. See? Yes. Yes. But Charles, you've got to understand. In some ways, in there some are ways, good so, reasons. This, so this is exactly why it wasn't sexist to not have women in parliament or give them the vote mm. because yes. it wasn't even mentioned. Like women That's were right. never mentioned when women weren't in parliament. So when they and passed so it wasn't the law, sexist when they yes. passed. The law to give women the vote. It was sexist to have a that law just very about se- women. That was very sexist of them. Yes, yes. I can when see. When we passed the referendum, when we passed the yes. referendum saying that we would count Indigenous Australians for the purposes of the census, when we passed that referendum, that was we were passing. That was very racist. It was. Yes. We, we, we were. We were passing. It was racist because race because it mentioned a race. Yeah, and yes. it's racist to mention a race. That's right. Um, it, be- it is racist because. But Charles, yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm colour blind. Me, I'm not. Are. I can't. I can't, I can't see any. I don't see any colours, and that isn't that because you're so white that thing. your eyes don't work because you're basically an <laughs> yeah, albino. That's right. Did you know that that's true? That rangers actually have this condition where the brightness of light is actually perceived differently. Really? Because yeah, we're, like it makes us squint more because we. <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, we're just sort of so genetically weak. This is an interesting point it, that. Um, you know, if we think of eugenic theories, uh, the the mm. supposition that the white race was the master race was surely uh. disproved from the off by the existence of rangers. No other race has rangers, <laughs> only whites. Yeah. Mm. But Charles, look, my, my thinking on this issue has come such a long way in the past few few months. Um, yes. uh, there are lots of good reasons to vote no. Okay, oh, for instance, yeah. if Go you on. think that, if you think that, for instance, the stolen generation wouldn't have been improved by actually asking First Nations people if it was a good idea, then then you should vote no. If you think the intervention should have gone ahead without any consultation, then you mm. would vote no. If you think that uh, laws should be done to First Nations instead of in in consultation with, then then you vote no. If you don't want to have to listen to but anyone Dom, explaining how it's going to impact on them, if you just want to ignore I, First I, Nations, I, I, then you vote no. I think you're complicating this, Dom, oh, yeah? because I think the whole point is you don't vote no because of any... Thing like that, like that's very. Like oh, you I sort see. of sarcastically. I've engaged with the issue, haven't I? Yeah, I've engaged with the, with the issue. Yeah, no. What yeah. the way to vote? No, this is the way to vote. No, is 
I'm angry at something that's happened in my life mm. because, I, you know, like the traffic was bad this morning and yeah. I have unresolved sadness in my life resulting mm. from a childhood trauma um, that I don't talk about because of toxic masculinity and I just sort of bottle it up and just try and get ahead in life and just keep, oh, yeah. keep my head above water. And I'm struggling because interest rates are going up and Woolworths and Coles are the biggest fucking duopolists in the fucking world. I'm angry about mm. all that. And so I'm voting no. That's because actually, why should anyone compelling. else get anything about anything ever? Why should anyone like, have a moment? Why should everyone should suffer? I'm suffering, therefore everyone else mm. should suffer. Oh look, I can really relate to that. And when I read today, mm. Charles, in the news, that Alan Joyce's pay packet, his final pay packet, was set at twenty one point mm. four million dollars after after the board stripped back his short term bonus. And uh, withheld further entitlements. What was left after that was $21.4 million. When I read that... Only. Even though it has absolutely nothing to do with The Voice. I know that Alan Joyce has advocated The Voice and painted yes on the side of planes. And I say to him, Alan Joyce... Just because of you, I'm voting no. Just because you want it. I love it. I'm voting no. Yes, yes. The best thing Alan Joyce That's could right. do right now for, if, for The Voice yes. is to advocate mm. a no vote. He could come out in the public and say, look, I've seen the light. I don't understand it. And I'm voting no. And that's the one thing I think at this mm. stage that would actually get The Voice over the line. <laughs> one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Chaser Report. More news, less often. Although, wouldn't they just go, see, he understands, you know, how stupid and racist this is Mm. to vote yes, and that's why he's voting no, he's seen the light. Where's the voice for Irish CEOs who've come here and made tens of millions of dollars out of Qantas? Where's that voice? (laughs) It's racist only have one voice. Do you think Alan Joyce gets... Well, I suppose the thing is, if you were Alan Joyce, you wouldn't have, you know, what I was describing, which is resentment at everything in life. Mm. Uh, which is probably why he's voting yes, isn't it? Because well, also, he he doesn't he doesn't wake up going, you know, I'm worried about the cost of living and no. interest rates because he goes, oh, well, I'll just spend some of my twenty one million dollars on that. But the other thing is, Charles, you know, the other reason why he believes in the voice to Parliament as the CEO of Qantas because he has one. He just he rings Alba. Yes, if, if he's and he just worried goes, about Qatar Airways coming, and he just mm. he just when he's in the chairman's lounge, he just uses his voice and says, "Oh, we Albo, mm. if you want your son yeah. to come into this place, block Qatar Airways." That's he knows the effectiveness of representation and consultation with Parliament would, because he does it on a daily basis, and it works really. Well for Qantas. In fact, I suppose that's the whole thing is, is that if you want Indigenous people to prosper as much as Qantas has prospered, Mm. then you should vote yes to a voice because we've seen the template. Yeah. Yeah. So we have <laughs> it's a all the representation to possible for Qantas. Yeah. And you know what all the mistake? You know what the mistake First Nations people have made, though, Dom? I've just realised is that they didn't set up a chairman's lounge. They didn't set up a chairman's if lounge. They had given. That's if what's given needed. Peter, 
Peter Dutton access to their First Nations Chairman's Lounge. Oh, and, you know, and all of them, you powerful. know, the Angus Taylors. Yeah. Oh, every, the... every single... If they'd set up a lounge at Canberra Airport, Charles, this is what but should Barnaby. have been done. It's too late. If, yes. if First and Nations free... had simply set up a cushy lounge with free drinks... With a free bar. Yes, free and, bar, and steaks. Um, steaks. You can make... Um, yeah. It could have been called... And it could be uh, Indigenous the theme. It could be like... It could be kangaroo steaks. Like, it could be all Australian yeah. themed. And they yeah. could call it the First bracket nations and everyone would think it was first class first mm, first yes. class nations lounge at canberra yes. airport and at sydney airport for the yes. for the commute peter dutton would have been on board for sure absolutely is it too late no i don't think so no they can they can do it because i mean kathy freeman came out in support of the voice today which was very powerful but if she'd come mm. out into that lounge and if she'd been willing to take some photos with the politicians kids and you know, just just signed autographs for them, and just that would have been more effective. She'd been in the First Nations lounge at the airport. Thank God we've solved that because I was going to get depressed in a few weeks' time when we voted no, but now everyone's going to vote yes because they wanted access to the chairman's lounge. Now, the, you know, the person who would actually take the most adba- advantage of it, Jacinta Price, Barnaby, who has uh, no, no, she's done seventy six thousand dollars worth of flights in uh, in recent <laughs> times, and they asked her, "Was this because you've been campaigning against the Voice? Is this what why you've had all these flights?" And the, I think it was the Herald that asked her office, and the Herald the office said, "No, no, it's in line with the requirements." And it, I think the Herald's response was, "Okay, then," rather than I don't know, going and looking at where the flights were to and from and what dates and comparing with that with the events that she did around the country, see what's going on. I mean, that that would have been a way to find out if there was a scandal brewing. But mm. better, better not to yes. ask, because if you ask, things will get explained, and it's much better not to ask for explanations, Charles. Yes, it's much better. Well, that- that's, that was very much uh, the attitude of the Herald before Channel 9 bought it as well. All those fearful reporters of the Fairfax stable who... Mm. Tate McClymont never wanted to ne- know where, where the money was. Yes, that's right, exactly. I guess the bottom line is what we need at this point is to put Alan Joyce in charge of The Voice. If we simply... He needs a job. Forget all mm. the First Nations spokespeople. What you need is Alan Joyce to yes. save the day. Yes. And in actual fact, what he can do is he can implement some sort of complicated frequent voters system. Yes. Rewards where, points. Where where you get rewards points for every time you vote or something. And the other thing is, Charles, I guess, look, if you put Alan Joyce in charge of the whole referendum, it'd be mm. cancelled at the last minute, which at this stage looks like it might not be <laughs> such a bad idea. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's the way to go. Our gear is from Rode. We are part of the Iconoclast Network. We'll see you next time. Or Mark Humphreys. You never know. (laughs) Hopefully. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves, without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50-80% to less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.